Hey y'all, this Angel with Door 3 The Truth podcast. I'm excited about you all being here. I want to talk a little bit about um, on today uh, the theme and the breaking news, uh, COVID-19 coronavirus. Um, there's been so much uh, headlines and different things that's been spoken in the news media. Uh, we have our government systems working uh, for us. Um, I believe in so many different ways. Uh, they are considering uh, money, stipends, uh, different monies to be able to support small businesses, uh, different uh, monies to be able to support families that are having uh, or have incomes less than $75,000, uh, giving some income or funds to children, different things like that. I'm not for sure what they're going to do for those that are greater than $75,000. i am still researching that. Uh, I'm just going to encourage you to just not like to look at the news all day long because it can bother you. Uh, it can seem what uh, make you feel sad or get down. And I'm not proclaiming and speaking that, you know, to make you feel that way. But sometimes when you look at so much negativity going on, going on every day, it will just kind of take a toll. But definitely look at it for a little bit, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes, perhaps an hour, and then just turn the TV off or take a break from it. Because like I said, if you start to look at it, it will bother you. That's even whether we have this COVID-19 issue or not. When you look at stuff so negative and take it in, it, it'll start to to bother you but always stay encouraged and just know that God is with you and he is the lifter of your head and he will always strengthen you um I want to talk about the new information they've been uh implemented uh shelter in place they want us to uh be uh implement uh precautionary measures shelter in place and I looked it up I wanted to make sure I was uh saying the right thing right thing and explaining the right thing a shelter in place means to seek safety within the building something that's already it may be occupied so basically my understanding is they want us to you know seek shelter you know some most people are already self-quarantined making sure they're pretty much already isolated some people are already working remotely from home uh just anything that you can do to keep that social distance i believe they're saying about six feet i guess i'm more away from uh, each other that we have to be so we can uh, eradicate or, or eliminate or decrease or stop the growth of this virus uh, you know, saints, it's just praying time. It's just praying time. It is praying time like never before. Seeking, uh, fasting, trusting in the Lord, believing that he will bring us out. And he does have the whole world in his hand, uh, just as well as uh, believers, as well as unbelievers. He has you in, in his hand. He has uh, your family. He has my family. He has me. He has all of us in his hands. Uh, This is definitely, I believe, a wide wake-up call, a nationwide wake-up call, a worldwide wake-up call. Uh, God has this way of... um, of allowing things to happen to get our attention basically to bring us back to him 
Amen. So we're just going to continue to pray for each other, that we continue to grow in the Lord, to seek his face. Uh, There's so many tips all over the world, even definitely on social media. Uh, Even when you're clicking on any type of app, any type of website, any type of health media website, there's always information regarding COVID-19. I also did a online course is talking about mental anguish just a quick side note i created courses about uh, anxiety and mental illness mental health to be able to help uh, those that may be going through mental distress and i did talk a little bit about uh, some bonus pluses regarding coronaviruses um how to or coronavirus how to um clean surfaces with Clorox and dilute it uh, with water, making sure you're washing your hands enough times to, uh, if you're singing a happy birthday song twice, that's pretty good, uh, or 20 seconds uh, or more from washing your hands uh, all the way up to your elbow. And then just when you're turning off the water faucets, uh, use a paper towel. You know, that's just basic one-on-one nursing. That's what we learned when I was going to nursing school. And by the way, I am a, I'm, a, I'm a registered nurse. I've been a nurse almost 30 years, so I've done lots of things in my career. And, and I've been grateful and blessed to be able to help many, many people in so many facets of their lives. But definitely use Clorox with, uh, diluted with water and clean their, clean any surfaces, hand sanitizers or sandy wipes, things like that. Um, just teach and educate. Um, when you're cleaning your house, you can mop your floor with that too. Just teaching, just just spread the news. Teach your children how to wash their hands. All of that. Teach your friends, your cousins, your neighbors. Just encourage people to use good hand washing techniques. It pays off. Uh, if you know of anybody that's been infected or if you've been infected, please reach out and get some help with your physician, a health center, uh, the health clinic, anybody, a school teacher, reach out so that you can get the proper help that you need. So I just want to give that uh, tidbit um, for those that are interested in uh, in my uh, mental anguish courses. You can log on to the website. It says door three, the number three, the truth.com. That's door three, the truth.com door three the truth.com and when you click on that website you scroll down and it says angel mathis's online school academy i'm thinking about uh changing my brand name it's a little lengthy so i may change it to uh, my initials of my name uh amo school academy or something like that i'm just kind of praying and see which way to do that uh but right now it's angel mathis's online school academy when you scroll down you'll see like a uh, a little bit of an emojis uh, information or emoji peel in a in a, a microscope, and you click where it says "Find Out More." Um, when you click that "Find Out More," it takes you straight to the courses. Uh, there are some free courses. There are some um, price courses for different. Uh, uh, levels of spending, uh, something for forty dollars a month, something for two payments of one hundred fifty, and then there's the one payment of three hundred. So, I have different uh, type of payment payment arrangements that you can tap into that will help you. And that's uh, a free course regarding mental anguish, a premium one course where I go a little bit deeper into mental anguish, and then I'm gonna do I'm gonna start writing a premium two, if not tonight uh, on 
coming tomorrow, so I'll let you guys know when that'll be launching. So we'll go a little bit deeper as well and see what else it will, uh, what what else does mental uh, anguish affects and uh, how can you get help? How can you uh, start a support group? Anything that I can think of to utilize the gifts that the Lord has given me to be able to be a help and a blessing. I want to do that. So, yeah. I'm going to jump into the scripture, uh, Psalms 5, 1 through 5. I'm going to read it and explain it a little bit, and we're going to be done. So it says, Psalms 1 through 5, it says, and this is the King James Version. It says, Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. So we know Psalms, the Psalms are very powerful. David always prayed these powerful, passionate prayers to the Lord. Uh, in spite of whatever place or disposition he might have been in, in his life, challenges, or he might have been had a great time in his life, whatever, he always knew how to tap into um, his prayer time with the Lord. He knew how to pull on the heartstrings of God, if you will. Uh, Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. So he was just giving God honor. He was worshiping God. He was calling, he was personalizing it. He said, and the voice of my cry, my King and my God. And that's what I feel like we need to do as a believer. Um, Amen. We need to, or just a person in general, honor God, bless his holy and righteous name. Always know that he is the King and he is God and there's none other. And he'll be there for you. He's, he doesn't make a mistake. Um, we don't know why things happen the way they do. I don't even want to try to figure them out because I'll get confused <laughs> or frustrated or upset. So some things I have to just cast my cares upon him because I don't know. And I just flat out tell him I don't know. I don't understand. Sometimes I don't really want to know because it'll give me a headache. <laughs> so I just like to be human and I be real with God, even in my prayer time. So that's just to let you know, you don't have to have a cute prayer or a special melodious prayer. You just be honest with God. Be transparent because he already knows our heart. He knows where we are in our life at that moment. He knows what we did in the past. He knows where we are now. And he definitely knows where we are in the future. Just believe that and know you can trust him. He understands you. He's mindful. Just be honest through the good, bad, and ugly, where you're going through changes, where you keep repeating sins, or you're going through cycles of strongholds, you can't seem to get a grip on sin struggles, you know, people maybe have struggles in gambling, struggles in lying, struggles with overeating, struggles with uh, hormoning, struggles with fornication, where you're having sex uh, outside of marriage, you know, just struggles of, of, of finances, uh, where you're overspending, you know, anything that you put more in to uh then him i believe in the word talks about it's an idol you know and we can we can become addicted to things knowingly and unknowingly so we just have to be careful and and god will bring it to your attention he will convict you and uh, let you aware he don't condemn but he will convict to let you know hey you need to fix this and i'll help you through it if you allow me so yeah verse 3 says my voice shall thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and I will look up. So he was saying, in the morning, in the break of day, you know, sometimes I used to hear the saints say, get up early in the morning and pray. You can pray anytime. You can pray and ask the Lord to give you a praying spirit. But there's something about that morning time. When that morning time 
comes. When you wake up first thing in the morning, remember to give God honor. Give him glory. Let him start your day off. It don't have to be a long, lengthy prayer unless he leads you to pray for two or three or four hours. You know, if he leads you to pray that long, God bless you. Do that. But if you can just give him that glory and honor, praise him, give him glory and pray to him and pray for others and um Thank him for what he's done. Uh, make your uh, calling and election sure, and, and and ask him to meet your needs, and your and, and you know your supplications. Make your supplications and needs known to him. He'll bless you. Just trust him. You know. Sometimes we have to pray fervently. You know, meaning sometimes we have to be diligent and persistent. Sometimes I feel it just depends. You know where you are. You know, but he still hears and he knows. Sometimes he wants to. He, he honors those, that faithfulness. He's, he honors where we are, and he inhabits the praises of his people. That's a scripture, too. And verse 4 says, For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness. He, so he's not, he's, he's not happy with those that are wicked, those people that are doing, mistreating others wrong, those who are maybe embezzling money, anything that may be wicked. You know, anybody that's walking in rebellion, walking in and in, in lying, things that are habitual and you're not trying to get out of, he's he's not pleased with that. Neither shall evil dwell with thee. So, yeah, he, yeah, that's all part of sin. And verse 5 says, I'm going to read the last verse in this. It says, the foolish shall not stand in thy sight. So if somebody that's being foolish... Uh, irresponsible, don't care. Uh, and we've heard a lot of that on the news. People not paying attention to what's going on with the disease. They're just doing their own thing. They feel like it won't happen to them. And then they're not understanding, realizing that even if they get sick and they make it, they may recover. They may bring that same illness or sickness uh, home to their family, home to their grandmother, home to their great-grandmother, home to their uh, that infant child. You know, and it could affect them. So you need to be mindful. Don't be foolish. You know, be mindful. Uh, and it says, Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. So he was saying that the Lord, doesn't, he, doesn't, he don't like iniquity. He don't like sin. Even though we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity, there's freedom, there's liberty. When we repent and ask God for forgiveness, and repent means to turn away from. And then some things we have to ask God to help us to turn away from because some things are strongholds. It almost seems like you can't get out. You're like, Lord, if you don't do it, I won't I won't be able to get out. I won't be able to get out. You got to pull me up out of this, this, this negative thought process, these behaviors, these addictions, these habitual uh, situations and occurrences and relationships that I keep going through, you're going to have to help me through it because I can't, I can't get myself out of it. I've tried. I've tried redundance of trying to make things right. I can't be delivered uh, from that unless you, unless you do it. And just a quick testimony. I've, I've been quite, I've been kind of sick uh, past two years. I've gotten better. Um, I have a lot of stomach issues. I had a weight loss surgery many years ago, done well, lost quite a bit of weight, had a revision, had some complications. They did a few other surgeries in between. Um, and just, just not to disencourage anyone, just be prayerful. Know what you're getting in when you're doing weight loss surgery. Uh, obesity, uh, uh, you know, runs in our family quite heavily, but I wanted to lose weight and I've been struggling and it's still a struggle. And I have to ask God to give me the 
strength and the grace. Because when you're having struggles with your weight, it can affect your confidence, your esteem, and you have to press through those things. Just it, it affecting you alone. And then when the enemy brings a spirit of torment, the enemy is de- the devil. Put these negative thoughts in your mind, said nobody don't want you, nobody don't like you. you, you look too fat, you look too ugly. Those thoughts start coming across your mind. You're like, oh my God, and then you start believing it, and you start acting in that. You, you won't dress up, you won't fix yourself up, you won't feel good. So those things, God can help you through that, and that's a sign of depression, you know. Uh, and I had to be delivered from that, you know, and God had to deliver me. And, and my husband did like me, even though I was a big girl. <laughs> he chose me anyway, you know. He loved me anyway, you know. So, yeah, so don't be dismayed if you are a different shade of color, you're a different age, you, you, you may be a larger size than others, or you may be a smaller size than others. Uh, just trust God in everything. He Don't listen to the enemy. He is a liar. He's a father of lies. He will deceive you if you let him. Just put your trust in God and just know, God, in spite of my weight, in spite of who I am and what I look like, I know that you love me and that you have someone for me. So trust him in spite of, you know, sometimes we do have to do things on our own to help ourselves. You know, the word, the word says, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. He says, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. So there are some things we need to sacrifice, you know. Uh, you know, I love bread. I love sweets. You know, I know I'm up to sacrifice with giving that up or either limiting, limiting that uh, so I won't keep gaining that weight or try to exercise or show that I'm trying to do something, you know, but I'm just real honest with God, you know, I'm like, I can't do it, I'm struggling, I really need for you to take this away or give me some clarity or send me some help, so yeah, so that's that's my testimony regarding um, that, but I'm back to shelter in place in the COVID-19 coronavirus, uh, you know, that originated from China, um, and how it all began to spread, it's almost like a respiratory droplet, uh, issue. It's almost like you just breathe on somebody and you get it. You know, it's so much stuff, so much research is still going on about it. And they said it's not a cure, but you know, Christ is a healer. He's a miracle worker. So he can cure this too. And he can give man a vaccination or something medically inclined to bring healing and deliverance and a cure for those who are suffering with this. But like I said, shelter in place means to seek safety within a building that's that may be occupied. So my understanding is my understanding that they're telling us to seek shelter. You know what I'm saying? Don't get isolated. Pretty much quarantine. Pretty much, you know, get your basic basics done. You know, go to the store if you need to get gas. But they're just they're really cracking down, you know, because a lot of people are, are I feel in seeing that they may not be taking it as 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 um, as serious as in as it is. So, yeah, so we still have to abide by the laws of the land. And that's what the word says, you know, because we're not above the law. We have to be obedient. I feel that um, we have to do that. So I'm going to jump over to Psalms 91. Uh, that that scripture talks about. I'm just throw this in. It just is so fitting, so befitting uh, with what we're going through. The word is so powerful. It's so good. Uh, Psalms 91. It says, "He that dwelleth, dwelleth means to um, live in it, rest in it. Um, just, just you, just you, just you, just sitting in it. You know." In the secret place of the Most High. 
shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm going to read it again. He said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's the King James Version. I'm going to jump into this New Living Translation. I'm going to read it to you. I'm flipping my pages. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm reading it to you, correct? My voice is a little scratchy. Got some allergies going on, but we're going to get this word out. Psalms 91 says in, it says in a New Living Translation, I have a New American Standard Bible, I'm sorry. New American Standard Bible says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. So basically it's saying that if you are living and breathing and maintaining your relationship with God, you, that's abiding. You're not deviating. Even though it's a lot going on, you're staying consistent in your word. You're seeking God's face. You're fellowshipping to the, you know as much as you can with the saints through live stream, Facebook, FaceTime, Skype, or whatever, text, fax, calls. You're you're abiding. You know what I'm saying? That's my understanding. You know when you're abiding in His word and you're abiding with um what God has called you to do, there's no limit to His blessings, and you and it keeps you focused. You know, and it keeps you strong and it makes you feel good, even though you're going through a lot and we all are going through it. We're all are seeing it and feeling it. it. It just makes you feel like you feel safe. He will shelter you, it says. He'll be your, he'll be your shelter. He'll be your refuge when you may be uh, fearful or afraid. He will shield and protect. Even though they said be go into shelter in place, you can do that, but make sure you have an understanding that while you're in that shelter, just know God is with you. He's with you. He's with you. He's with you. He's with you and your family. He's with you. He'll protect you. He said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. He said he'll be with us through the end of the earth. He's our alpha. He's our maker. He's the beginning and the end. He's all of that in between. We have to trust him. And I know it may seem difficult or, or hard, but it shouldn't be because we love God and we know God is with us. Amen. And I just want to come on and talk uh, about shelter in place. And we talked a little bit about the little tips on what you can do to uh, keep yourself healthy and clean, hand washing, uh, using Clorox bleach, sanitizing, knowing the, the basic symptoms of what COVID-19, uh, some patients or people may experience fever, shortness of breath or cough. Uh, you may be weak, you may be fatigued. Um, it's almost difficult to, to, to detect. It's almost like flu symptoms. But just beware, just know um, that God is with you and stay encouraged, stay encouraged, just stay encouraged. Uh, the world is in a different place. We've never been. I've never seen it like this before. Uh, but I just wanted to just encourage you all. Hang on in there. Even though they say shelter in place, God is your shelter in place. He He He's already put uh, things in place so we can be uh, taken care of and we can be okay. Okay? God bless.